Okay. Cool. So uh, we'll get started now. I mean, uh, so uh, thanks a lot, Ajay, for joining today. So before we uh, start with the actual episode, right? So I just wanted to set some context here. So at Culture Monkey, uh, uh, we have uh, what we have done is we curated uh, uh, HRs from leading organizations to uh, address some of the problems now that the world has gone digital. So what happens to the culture, right? So we are calling it e-culture, and we wanted to talk about some of the questions that will address problems around culture after remote work, right? So uh, that's one of the main themes Culture Club is going to focus today. And Ajay, thanks a lot for joining uh, this afternoon. And uh, to give you a, a small introduction on Culture Monkey, what we do is, uh, you know, uh, when people want to listen. to their employees anonymously and you know when when you have problems like uh, you have multiple locations different teams different sentiments diverse demographics so we have one single platform that will help you capture all your employee uh, feedback and act on it right so without any further delays i will i'll pass it on to ketan let's begin our uh, culture club episode today thank you thank you santil well, it's a pleasure to really join and uh, be a part of this uh, team and uh, i'm really honored thank you so much thank you santil thank you ajay thank you i know honor is mine especially because uh, i know when i reach out to ajay uh, like always he never says no at least to me uh, so so wow. yeah thank you thank you for joining in uh, one of the reasons i'm here ajay is uh, uh, because i i when when i experienced culture monkey as a product sometime back i found found a lot of value in what they were trying to do and when i realized it's a bunch of uh engineers who have started solving problems which are related to uh, what an hr folk would uh, essentially face uh, i think i was amazed we used it at printo mojo and then i and i said okay can i help you guys take this cause to a larger set of people and uh, a very important thing that we realized was that for us to listen from the industry veterans and people who lead from the front to understand what more can can a product like this solve for so that's what uh, brings me here and for our audience uh, we have uh, ajay pande with us ajay heads hr for lnt financial services and uh, uh, there, there is a huge division that they have which is the rural uh, finance uh, business of lnt financial services so he heads uh, hr business human resources for that he has uh, 30 years of experience and yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, he a large part of that uh, initial part of career was with the indian air force and then he came into corporate and wow. in fact uh, ajay sentil was asking what's so special about ajay you keep on talking about him i said today we will understand what's so special <laughs> about uh, ajay exciting uh, so yeah and he brings a lot of experience it, uh, he he's worked with icici bank for a long time then we met at idfc and then he is with uh, lnt finance and before we get into uh, uh, something specific there there is i want to share a story and this is important because it touched me when it happened with me now i i was reasonably new there and uh, there was a protocol that when somebody above a particular level had to be hired from business uh, somebody from hr had to be there and i was relatively new i requested ajay ajay was heading talent acquisition for the entire bank ajay would you like to join in as i said as ajay being ajay for me he said yes uh, and we were sitting in this interview we are interviewing somebody for a or a zonal head kind of a role for a reasonably senior position and this guy on the other side is started sharing a story so this guy also worked with icici bank and you know there was a year when uh, the global meltdown happened 
But uh, I know Ajay, along with the other leaders there, he shares a lot of story there. They took calls to relocate and move people into other units, but not let anybody go. Ah, okay. Now this guy shared a story that in 2008, nine, uh, I I was in a unit in this particular bank, and I just mailed to my HR business partner then time business head called Ajay Pandey, and my mother needed help. Within 48 hours, without anything, I was transferred to a business unit which I wanted, and my job continued. Now this was an eight-year-old story that he remembered, wow. right? Wow. And he had no wow. idea. And he had no idea. He had never met Ajay. Not that Ajay called and say, "Hey, I did this for you." He had no idea. This is the same Ajay Pandey that he was speaking to. Wow! Right? Wow! Phenomenal. I still get good from, but but I think that was a real test of HR. We talk about culture. We talk about leading from the front. But I think that was a test of saying that okay, you've done so much for somebody. Somebody's carrying that in in his head. And I was like, that guy was like, "Wow, you are Ajay, sir. Thank you so much." He did that and. Uh, That's that's the first interface that that we had. So, so I think who better than him who can talk about matters of cultures, uh, um, things that matter to people. Uh, a leader that I look upon to, I, I think he's a leader with a lot of courage. That's something that I personally learned from him. Now, if he has a point of view, it doesn't matter who you are. He will put across the point of view. He will have a discussion on that. And then after that, he'll come back and say, "Okay, this is what we discussed." But but a lot to learn. I think he's seen a lot in life. Course of uh, I, I used to talk about some twenty thirty Surya Namaskars and he would come and say hey I did hundred eight today and ran <laughs> some ten eleven kilometers in some minutes he would say and I would like oh, does he really do that so yeah got his help and uh, wow. lot of stories that 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 he shared with me but uh, yeah that's that's uh, Ajay Pandey for you guys Ajay welcome again to uh, Culture Clubs E Club episodes powered by Culture Monkey. and thank you for joining in again if you could help us understand more about your organization if that helps and then we can come to question and hear more from you yes sure so uh, thank you very much ketan you have been very kind more than kind actually i i i have noted one point that next time when i go for an interview i'll give you a reference ketan has been very kind feeling is mutual <laughs> uh, i only you know in the context of what ketan said you know what it it's it doesn't take too much to be uh, it is just about being natural and normal i think i think it takes a lot of hard work when you have to be different than what naturally you should be for example um, let's say you at home are dealing with your children uh, dealing with the family you behave in a certain manner when you are in office when it comes to your team members why do you want to behave differently i mean that's not natural behavior right because the only thing that differentiates it you don't own the chaps in office who work for you because of whom you get your bread and butter and at home you own there's a lot of accountability and ownership of your family so if you are just similar simple and natural i think these things these tenets of behaviors come out and um, uh, i think it's far more easier to be normal and not be double sided for me uh, it gives less stress to be and i'm like a happier yes. person put yes. it simply thank you so much uh, ketan so how do you want to proceed you want to start start with some question or uh, from the context or should i just put a context in place i i think uh, hearing hearing from you about what what you manage what you oversee a bit about the organization that's comfortable for you sure uh, so elity finance has a story since 2016 um, when it completely turned around uh, uh, i i see it as a bigger story because uh, 
the main uh, uh, one of the main heroes or one of the leaders who actually was a critical part of the turnaround story is an ex hr person uh, he was a hr guy career hr guy we worked together in icis for 10 years um, sunil prabhune who came and shifted as chief executive of rural and he is the guy who really along with the md turned around the whole organization uh, today we see uh, our roe significantly going up uh, our roe used to be something like less than 9% roe moved from less than 9% to 18% uh, which was significant jump profits which we were doing um, annually uh, today we do that more than that in less than a quarter so that's change that has happened our manpower base has significantly changed in 2016 it should be some 5000 6000 people today we are close to 25000 people so i mean it's it's moved significantly and all all of that has been simply because of keeping basic aspects in place saying let's work for the organization let's focus on returns to the stakeholders who have invested in us who have trusted us and ensure that they also get the same return as a consequence employees also get a significant uh, upside in their uh, take home etc uh my role recently moved from rural because i did rural for about two and a half years uh, so also had started uh, this new business line of uh, sme so i was given the charge of starting up this sme business plus i was given the charge of hr operations uh, talent acquisition and employee engagement so i have moved from rural to these four functions we need to strengthen these four areas we need more engagement towards employees we need the whole talent acquisition engine to be now aligned uh, to support the system from the next phase of growth uh, practice point of view it had to be strengthened a lot uh, sme was a new business so kind of it was given to me to manage the growth though we have held back sme launch at this point of time we'll shortly do it in some time So this is the change that is currently there. Um, this is my word. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Ajay. Uh, that that definitely gives us a perspective. And uh, congratulations again for the new uh, role and the new challenge. I'm sure uh, it's going to be as exciting as it has always been. It is. It is in fact more uh, more than exciting. It's really challenging because you know you find so many things that need to be done. So many things that need to be done. I can't tell you. Yeah. I'm sure fun. So, so we will uh, Ajay. We have set of five questions for you, and and hear you, hearing your views both as an HR leader and if if in context of organization, I think whatever is comfortable for you, uh, which can help. Uh, uh, typically, the people that who see these uh, these programs, these videos are HR professionals who are looking at uh, uh, from learning from others and people who have been there and seen that. and especially during uh, these times i think a lot of uh, insights and practices are super important so uh, completely up to you in terms of how you want to uh, respond so i'll come to the first question now what challenges do you think the cxos are dealing with post covid especially uh, with when it comes to matters of culture and engagement and the world going remote so so uh, what what are those challenges that you have seen or you anticipate may come further so i i guess uh, so uh, this whole thing is around the whole discussion is around culture and how things will move so i would prefer to start with culture as a point in terms of you know first let's understand i'm sure you understand it but for me to articulate that way is would be preferable that let's first see what culture is and uh, how does culture actually 
define organizations and i would like i'm not i'm not trying to propagate a certain religion but uh, the most favorite example of mine is from the mahabharata when there are many learnings and many uh, uh, things that we 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 picked up from that but when we talk about this thing called core culture one question that always i you know was in my mind when i was small and i i still keep thinking about it that what is it that made the pandavas victorious despite the fact that they were very very minuscule in terms of size and capability and strength compared to the kauravas what is it it's a culture oh. very clearly both the organizations had different cultures and if we have to talk about a few aspects or few tenets of them the pandavas had very clearly a shared goal there was a complete alignment to the cause of the organization people believed in it people were co-owning the purpose of the organization there was and each person had a position there each person had a responsibility i mean so there was so much of ownership there was so much of accountability there was so much of faith that the organization had the people had in the organization mission right there was so much of faith and followership towards the leader versus the kauravas where people were people preferred to be blind and not wanting to see things despite them happening example gandhari she was not blind but it, it it's symbolic that she preferred to put a, a blindfold herself because she didn't want to interfere and get into anything people preferred to be ignorant despite being the most the strongest warriors like the bhishma pitamba he was capable of turning around the war but he preferred to follow the chair follow the order of the chair rather than looking at what is right and what is wrong so he he was ignorant he wanted to you know be a very good follower instead of looking at things in the right context the entire team was built around fear yeah it was not out of out of willingness the team was built around fear so people despite the fact that they didn't believe in the cause for which the core was standing they were there because they had the fear that otherwise i'll be attacked and i'll be next mm. so these th- two aspects are so different and such a small army went and defeated such a big army just because of these aspects so culture if we talk about culture is like and i have brought this context from the point of view that we often speak that will covid really impact our culture the hypothesis i am trying to put forward is that covid will not really impact culture culture is too strong it may impact the ways of doing things probably and and we'll come to that so if we really go forward and see what culture is culture is about it's about a tool that a leadership would you know uh put in place to achieve a certain objective or a task um if you explain culture in in a way like how is it so deep rooted let me take the example of the tip of the iceberg the tip of the the iceberg basically you see 10% of the iceberg is visible above the water level and 90% of it is below that right that that by virtue of the rule of sides now the quality and the quantity of what is underwater what is hidden what is not visible actually defines the size and the quality and the characteristics of what is visible to us about we can align that to our human behavior and the behavior of people are impacted by the value systems 
the belief systems that are not visible today underwater that are built over period of time that are built through our social engagements through our family engagements through our religious engagements through organization engagements through teachers mentors call whatever may it may be yes so under the water the value system the belief system that is there helps us build a certain attitude the attitude is again not visible right we we generally say that you know this guy has a negative attitude but we are, we we don't really don't able to, we are not able to see what attitude is yes that translates into a behavior and that behavior is above the water summation of all this is what we, what i call from the organization context a culture the way of doing things the way of behaving so it is so deeply entrenched that it is not really impacted unless until there is excessive utilization of force in creation of pain to change the culture to change the way of doing things so this behavior of which is which is visible to me after the consequence of the behavior whether it is a desirable consequence or a undesirable consequence we decide to go back and then question the stuff that is below the water saying that is my belief right is my is my uh, you know approach right am i holding the right attitude attitude and behavior are definitely very different though we kind of use that uh, as similar words but attitude i often say is the readiness to react to a certain stimulus and behavior is the actual reaction to a certain stimulus so culture is that for me so for us to you know redefine the whole thing it actually shakes the world view of an individual it shakes the world view of the organization let me further elaborate on this let us say by virtue of our belief our attitude by belief our values etc we we built in by virtue of engagement with a dear friend or a family member we see a father as a very very respected figure in the family he is my caretaker he is my guide he is my mentor he is everything and therefore my life revolves around the confidence that this kind of support social support is available for me forever suddenly the father passes away it goes and shakes my strongly held belief that there is a strong support system existing for me it completely shakes people up. what happens when the death occurs it shakes us up people change behaviors change so there are very very strong events there are painful events there is a lot of force that is required to actually change the final outcome which is a behavior which comes as a consequence of the change in my uh, underwater systems so culture cannot be really impacted so much it can be temporarily um, it can temporarily make you go and uh, reconsider your value belief system it can temporarily go and make you realign yourself but overall i think it may not uh, uh, change the second point i want to make about culture is that it's a very messy it's a very messy thing it's not it's not it's very complex it's not so simple yeah, yeah. that's why we have to get you here <laughs> <laughs> and solve it in one hour oh <laughs> uh, well, i hope i can solve it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, take the example of military services, and uh, I have been from the armed forces, so I kind of relate to it quite well. Military services, you know, considers sacrifice 
of self for the nation as a, as a supreme sacrifice right you you are there to give yourself up for the nation so anything beyond that i mean when you are willing to give yourself up you are actually being cruel to yourself in a certain manner that they did not hesitate in killing very disciplined people hard minds physically very hard they believe in discipline valor courage i mean these are the these are the aspects that define a military chap right now look at the paradox they are the most caring individuals they are the most caring individuals ha huh. ha huh. when it comes to well being of self family well being of fellow soldiers well being of subordinates they are supposed to be the most caring individuals now how does this happen how do you create a culture like this right how can the military services be caring as well as collaborative hmm. when there are there is there is they are not sensitive at all when it comes to doing their job they are very tough people so that's why i said it's it's very messy i mean the most most misplaced definition of culture i have and i will not hesitate in saying this in my previous organization that how to define culture how to demonstrate culture how do you know uh display culture how to make people align to those cultures and values uh, it it's it's not such a easy aspect yeah so culture is often as i said so there are some basic tenets if they have to be there to propagate culture they are required they are very very required if you have to if you require if you have to have cognitive emotional alignment of people if people's heart and mind have to be aligned to that aspect of the organization which will therefore impact the action of that individual there have to be there have to be certain basic tenets in the culture that are you know uh, there like for example there need there there has to be a set of shared values shared belief systems the organization has to demonstrate a kind of an attitude i would say like when i was in icici bank there was a attitude we would carry when we would meet our customers when we would meet our employees when we would meet our colleagues that we had coined a word saying sath aapka which is like for the customers as well as people we would i mean mr ram kumar who has been my mentor and, and today whatever good i would be talking is it's because of the learnings i've had from him mistakes are mine Mr Ram Kumar used to say once an ICICL always an ICICL ah people who have left the system and gone have called him back for certain support and the ICICL system has rallied behind the person so that attitude we used to carry in our our heads there has to be there has to be an identity that people carry there's a need for identity who am i who are we as a system and organization what do we stand for some say no we 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 want to make money some say we want to give roe to our customers some say no i will service my customers and and, and nothing is wrong nothing is wrong in any of them it's our decision it's our conscious call some say i will i will service my customers sales will be a consequence to that so there are different ways now somebody says i'll just go and service my customer and sales will be a consequence may seem contrary to somebody who says no i stand for profitability or i stand for high roe may not be 
there has to be a set of laws set of norms which bind people which make people behave in a certain way the biggest of all is that how do you propagate these things in the organization so you you set of rituals that you carry how do you reward people around those cultural and value systems how do you engage people how do you reward them how do you propagate them what are the rituals you carry in terms of showcasing such people in the organization so that people get aligned to it are these tenets that are required to you know put a culture in place and culture is not always an outcome of a certain activity or a certain it it, it keeps on moving as an organization grows because there are certain culture keepers who are old people in the organization there are certain cultural challengers who come from outside join the system fight their way inside get assimilated then they kind of negotiate the way of working and find a new way of working which which keeps redefining yourself so it is not so weak therefore that a covid 19 may be may, may, i'm giving example that come and disrupt our culture coming to the challenges you know that uh, we may be facing yes i think uh, as a ceo uh, if we have to look at certain challenges that we uh ketan uh, okay yeah we yeah, lost see. you there for uh, one one two seconds yeah yeah continue continue and we were so so in we were so in yeah. <laughs> why did it stop sorry thank you <laughs> please carry on we, we lost you uh, for a for a minute there yeah so in terms of the challenges uh, you know yes the pnl is impacted pnl is definitely impacted there's a shift in the focus from growth to sustaining taking control of the situation rebuilding yourself and then again going forward looking forward rebuilding yourself to the next phase of growth yes this changes challenges happen there are challenges with regards to employment they get more from less demand more from people demand higher productivity somewhere challenges the work life balance of people uh, lack of direct supervision so therefore in my office i knew that people were sitting and doing certain transactions i had control over them now i don't have control over them i have to trust them it is not easy that i trust people that they will sit somewhere else and give me the same output yes so these are challenges uh, a ring fencing my key talent hmm. how do i ring ring fence my key talent and ensure that these people are there with me and they do not move out i do not have the flexibility of uh compensating them at this point of time what do i do therefore do i build a strong succession succession plan to ensure that the people risk is managed or do i have to look at it differently from how do i retain my key talent and there are a lot of employee related uh, you know aspects which also go and challenge the cfo which is like dealing with insecurity of the and insecurity which is personal and professional both are the I mean, there's a personal insecurity i don't know somebody in the family or somebody in my neighborhood catches this uh, virus and there is insecurity of life and while i'm saying this i've been going to office since may so <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's indeed there so unable to connect in the workspace now see when you come to office there's a lot of social capital that gets created 
when you engage with people talk to people engage, you know understand people there is that entire social capital is lost i feel so unsecure that what is it that's happening behind my back i don't know how am i getting assessed i don't know how am i getting evaluated i don't know what i hear i hear on the phone or the email now that's not the best uh medium to really help us make a judgment about ourselves right we often informally seek a time where we go and speak to colleagues speak to seniors while we talk to them we don't just talk to them we also assess their body language yeah feel things yes yeah. these things are completely missing so that that becomes a challenge the other challenge that you know our cxo has is the workplace the complete change of norms now if he wants to call people the same workplace can only accommodate 33% of the people he used to otherwise accommodate yeah so dilemma is i either go for more real estate or i trust i start trusting my people right a choice one has to forcibly make so therefore they have to really look at rewriting kiras of people re- rewriting the activities of people extensive use of use of technology creating guidelines for how to work etc so how do i ensure that the same level of performance continues doesn't impact my productivity and work from home happens so there when we started working it was indeed some you know very interesting things that came out so we i is it set me thinking obviously never done these things before uh so was thinking and understanding that uh, dilemma to hai why don't we trust our people that first reaction and then i thought well if i am running my business okay running my business if i have my driver who's there with me for the last 7 8 years if he takes my car and goes somewhere for some work where i am not there with him i still call him and ask him kahan pahunche where are you Where, what time are you reaching back? Right? Yeah. Simple car, driver is gone, and I know that if he messes with the car, his life is at risk. But I still ask. <laughs> so my CXO is really right in asking, how do I trust that people will be at home and will work? So we clearly bifurc started bifurcating roles. So one school of thought was that yes. all functions that are directly linked to revenue whether it's sales collections can be seen as functions let's say credit for example can be seen as functions which will be anyways evaluated by the outcome the output yes. metrics then um, functions like uh, you know accountant finance legal risk etc we said how do we how do we know they're doing what they what they're supposed to do So then we got this idea of ensuring that everybody's KRAs are properly in place, mm-hmm. and the KRA <clears throat> it's a, it's it's a tough exercise to get everybody's KRAs in place role-wise, <clears throat> align it to a single philosophy that you know the KRA should actually ad- address the financial aspects, the process aspect, the people aspect, the customer aspect, etc. So we had actually done that exercise and put in plan and really came handy today. Yeah. So we said we have got the KRAs in place. Why don't we ensure? Why don't we do one thing that try and see if we can list down activities against each KRA, like 
एंड वी सेड ओके वी मे नॉट वॉन्ट टू यू नो कवर द एंटायर लीडरशिप इन दिस तो सर्टन लेवल टू अर्टन लेवल let's ensure that list down certain activities that they do so if i let's say for example uh, a person is supposed to do sales and he is a front line sales guy <clears throat> though he is not a part of the activity i'm just going to give an example he is supposed to prepare a sales plan he is supposed to go to the field as per the plan he meet the customer show the explain the product understand the kyc details get the date documents so there is a host of activities that so i said let's list down the activities again like let's for hr operations these are the 25 activities each person does so we said okay let's list it down the second the next thought that came to my mind was okay people get busy now my field functions putting separately i'm talking about uh, function like ours where people get busy into various types of activities one is a routine care activity one is a project you have a special project to run you're trying to work on it trying to align your stakeholders towards it towards it it's not a part of a normal care it's a different project that's been given to you third is reviews and meetings and discussions that you keep having whether it's a review of a team or you are a part of your review or you are getting review and fourth is ad hoc work that suddenly comes to you kahi pe somewhere the bomb has exploded so please now can get into action and get to this work there are four types of work So this made it very easy for us to IT enable it now. So we built a system. The system is currently a prototype. Will be ready tomorrow actually, where we said each individual KRS and list of activities. Now we we actually put the list of activities, and we have a list of activities of good about um, about good. Uh, uh, we have about six hundred and six roles uh, in our organization today, and for good about. Close to 400 roles. We have listed down the activities. Wow. Again, teach care. Now, once we have listed down the activities, we built a system where it goes in a in a in a order. Like first, the employee will click the task type. So he says, task type is my routine care, uh, review meeting, uh, project review, or ad hoc task. Let's say, for example, he clicks the care. Then all the care is drop. He clicks. that care and the list of activities drop he clicks that activity the start time and end time is noted i know it may sound primitive it may sound cumbersome but we wanted to make it like this because it's also important to de-skill it to this extent because if i have to make people write down free writing what they do this little that i'll get out of it somebody will just say okay somebody will press the space bar somebody will say dot 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 and move on and the system still you know uh, accept right. that this will enable people and there will be a lot of consistency in what people are writing so start time end time etc will be written or at the end of the day it gives a summary to that individual and the supervisor what is it that my team has done what has so if i want to take a high level uh, output let's say i'll say okay my team has been busy 25% of the time in doing projects uh, yes. 45% time doing uh, your care activity but a lot of time seems to be taken on ad hoc areas what is this new thing that's coming or some other way so it will give me a bring that ability for me to assess the way my team is being engaged if i want to further dwell into it i can pick up the name of person and see what exactly he's been doing and how he's been doing and uh, the supervisor certifies this time sheet i'm using the word time sheet it is to be used in the past and then you know that gets uh, uh, moved it 
this system has also we have built the capability that it ties into our google calendar we use the, the google ka uh, email gmail for our office purpose also it ties up into the google calendar and so it is also able to assess if the person is saying i was in the meeting whether the calendar also had the meeting at that time or not mm. some amount of cross checking somebody may call it policing but to start with we want to be a little very very sure as to how things are progressing so this tool has been developed prototype is ready uh, my leadership is quite happy about the way we progressed progressed i think next week next month onwards we will be you know able to implement it i'm sure uh, employees will like it so this is how we have progressed in addressing this issue with regards to the challenges that my cxos would face and how do we put a, a model in front of them which would actually address the challenges wow thank you i was the last 20 25 minutes thank you so much for that ajay i think a lot of insight perspective yes. uh, that you have brought and i wish i think next session with ajay would should definitely be a two hour detailed one yes. <laughs> yes 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 i think ajay we've done a lot of session but would the, the context that you built the stories that you built i think it's just making sense giving us very important example and i know i i work with a lot of fresh starting organization a lot of thing that i say also grapple with my current role but a lot of thing that you said made a lot of it it made me think differently so thank you thank you for this uh, calling it out i have a few more questions as a continuity sure. now sure what, what would you this mean uh, to the hr fraternity what is that one thing you want the hr fraternity to be prepared for because a lot has changed and i think i can sense that you're trying you are telling that we have to adopt a lot of thing you talked spoke to spoke about technology new systems trust relationship building stakeholder management but to the hr fraternity what is one thing that you want to tell them that uh, which will possibly redefine hr as we go ahead uh, and and post say after this covid has come so oh, yes the role of hr is significantly uh, moved and got redefined uh, so i would say the way we were doing things has now changed uh, there is use of significant use of technology there's a uh in the other times there was a opportunity to engage employees face to face now the engagement of employees face to face may not happen because you may not always really have people available on videos also people don't prefer to do that you know when they are at home or uh, you've called them suddenly when they were sitting in the mall so they won't prefer to do that but uh, <laughs> uh so but again a distant engagement is a distant engagement you know engaging a person over a video who's already known to you is far different to engaging an outsider or unknown person on the video yeah, that challenge hr fraternity carries you know um, the alignment of employees not today as i said there are few tenets of culture like there are certain objects that align for example my nation there is a national anthem there is a national flag that acts an, as an object which aligns me to the and may, builds that indianness in me that culturally binds me to that organization to the overall nation right now or today those props are missing the challenge the challenge for the hr fraternity therefore is how do we create those props in the virtual world to get that cognitive emotional alignment of people that that mind they start thinking aligned in aligned manner therefore they start believing from the heart and therefore 
their actions are in line with what we expect right? simple logic of alignment right the performance evaluation process changes a lot of time and and it may not be so much for the junior levels <clears throat> but for the senior levels a lot of time we would say well 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 he has some functional careers he has some behavioral careers right or he there's some you know functional expectation there are some behavioral expectation where will i just this behavioral expectation from what do i do about it i don't see him engage in meetings now i don't see him engage in uh, offices i don't see him you know talk in forums a dilemma that we need to you know reconsider one of the key aspects of hr was opening ground sensing Trans- traveling meeting people understanding the pulse of the organization understanding what is happening on the ground is the way of the doing business the same as what is been articulated at the top uh, are there some hidden issues is there a leadership issue this all has gone off yeah how do i therefore create proxies to give me that same ground sensing or give me that understanding that is there something which needs to be reconsidered relooked reevaluated etc for example let's say and i'm just can attrition rate be a proxy to that can productivity levels of employees become a proxy to that can adherence to meeting schedules be a proxy to that can we build some kind of scorecard around these behaviors of people on the alternate channels which can give me a outcome saying do i need to raise a red flag for the organization or do i see things happening normally these are these are areas hr fraternity has to now rethink enabling work from home using technology etc is easier these are the difficult aspects which will really challenge our function uh, going forward another very interesting thing is that how do i you know when we talk face to face our whole body talks yes my hands talk my eyes talk my face talks i also use verbal communication or uh, it's non verbal and verbal which we call in remote channels it's just the voice and communication is a key agenda of hr team how do we ensure that the same communication is clearly 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 without any doubt understood by my last my last leg employee without any doubt that is going to be the challenge so to be able to articulate the organization agenda in very short crisp clear manner and to be able to get a confirmation of the understanding of people is going to be the next level challenge that have people really understood what, what the organization wants or have people well, this is the time when which will give rise to a lot of rumors mm-hmm. i i can give you a very simple example uh, you know missing comma and therefore the meaning of the sentence changes given you, you guys you heard of it like um, if you use four words saying maro mat jane do and the hindi i example i gave right if i use a comma after maro maro mat jane do it is kill don't let him go and if i use the comma after mat it is maro mat jane do don't kill it changes the whole meaning so 
how do i ensure that i'm so clear and my frontline people in any organization are not so articulate we'll have to figure out how do i now engage and communicate to my employees so that they are able to work with a free mind right right training is one area which uh, i missed on talking about that upskilling our managers upskilling our supervisors on managing on managing the workforce through e channels and remote channels is going to be another key aspect it may it may involve behavioral training also like when you when you are face to face to a person you can ridicule rebuke but you have a choice of then after that engagement putting the hand on the shoulder of the person and saying let's go for coffee and you do a recovery process you don't have that choice in this uh channel so lot of so we we are working on that module as well that how do i train my supervisor on how to handle remote teams how to engage them how to manage them how to get them productive so these are few dilemmas this is these are a few challenges that we as hr function will have to kind of face yeah this is almost like the care for the hr fraternity but very important point sajid thank you and i think this actually comes from a lot of experience and and perspective but uh, thank you for calling those out i i am fairly certain i am i have gained a lot of insights today and i continue to I'm sure a lot of people are going to uh, find benefit in that Uh, there, there are a few questions that that I think you have uh, addressed, but I'll bring that again towards yes. the end. Ajay, one more question: uh, What new things you would tell people, individual people who are working in organizations, to uh, open to and embrace in this new world? See, we are talking about the challenge of the organization side, we're talking the challenge of a manager side. We all are also employees and and uh, people first there in any setup. What is that one thing from your experience you want to tell them? they should be ready to embrace in this new world and in how things are evolving now one basic first principle is uh, what i keep telling my people is that don't worry this is a challenge it will go it is actually given us way of it has created new norms of working that's all i mean it's like Uh, there was a fashion of a bell bottom at a point of time then there was a fashion change to a you know a narrower bottom after some point of time this is this is change this is a new norm get used to it now today some if in my childhood if somebody used to wear a bell bottom i would say wow kya wala amazing pant yaar today somebody wears a bell bottom i laugh so a day will come when we'll laugh at the fact that i used to report to office at 9 o'clock every day what stupid so i said <laughs> get 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 used to it <laughs> let's not worry and get used to the e way of doing things that is going to be the new uh, way of doing things let's accept it and move on <clears throat> see there are certain facts for which you don't have a solution like for example death does not have a solution accept it and move on right if you are attacked by a disease there is a possible solution therefore we go to various hospitals doctors and we try and get rectified today there is a situation that has come which is not in my control completely uncertain let's accept it move on so don't get dithered by the situation that's point number 1 point number 2 is get used to the e way of working three as least for the managers and the leaders i say over communicate from the point of view of frequency of communication keep in touch with people 
they are the ones who are doing the jobs we are the ones who reap the benefit of the hard work if the frontline guy does and does and i'm not i'm not ashamed of saying this this is the real truth and certain aspects of basic discipline that assume that when you're sitting at home you're not at home you're not at home you're in office you're working that changes the whole changes the whole paradigm the moment i believe that i'm at home so we've kind of mandated to our team members that you know be well dressed have a close environment don't get disturbed when you are on video call there are certain guidelines that you have given people to follow and a lot of self discipline in terms of adherence to things which I, otherwise I, my boss would come and remind me have you done this have you done this some self discipline in terms of following the diary following the uh, culture of uh, doing things in my own time very very basic so if my first answer if you remember i said just be simple and natural that answers the whole issue we try to overreact and do mistakes till the time and my mentor used to say that you know ajay whatever way the pitch behaves in cricket he used to give an example of cricket and i used to play cricket i still play uh, whatever way the pitch behaves if you put your head down and put a straight bat you will not lose your head. but the moment you start manufacturing strokes unnaturally you are sure to lose uh, give a loose shot or get bowled so in this situation put your head down offer a straight bat nothing will go wrong ajay here you talk a lot about e way uh, coming uh, becoming a reality so i am going to bring two questions together uh, one uh, you spoke a lot about the challenges the cxo cxos or the organization of face i think you beautifully crafted out very very important things to be looked at now is has this change also uh, brought a much needed transition in the thinking of cxos that you have seen uh, over time see there are things that we as hr folks try to ensure that people need to understand or leaders need to understand that do you think covid has brought the silver lining somewhere and second uh, what do you see overall about is e culture or or is the e thing the 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 reality which is going to uh, be there for some time so i'm bringing these two together i know you've touched upon that but i think i would definitely want to rehear from you uh, combined or individually on, on these two points e culture is there to stay definitely because the benefits that we so <clears throat> if i have to put it uh, differently the benefits that this it enabling and the e culture had made available to us were not really utilized to the maximum till yesterday yes mm. it's only today that we have started using, maximizing the uh capabilities that it provides <clears throat> once we have used it and that forms a part of the way of doing things i think it will stay for long because it gives a lot of flexibility to people a lot of cost saving happens organizations save a lot on real estate cost employees save a lot of a lot on communication cost the overall pollution levels in the city goes down because there are lesser cars on the road right so because lesser pollution therefore disease levels are lesser uh so well on lighter load but there are a lot of other consequences that we will start seeing because of this flexibility will be there you will be able to be there with your near and dear ones even in office hours this without bothering your office timings at the hour of need <clears throat> so there are host of benefits that come to come across it's currently 
currently that we don't see it because i said change is a painful process it we are getting we are being pushed to make this change it is giving us the pain because of the insecurity that we going through and let me draw an example to this <clears throat> i was um, in 1986 approximately in rpg life sciences yeah so this whole revolution of computerization started happening in the government sector where the unions were up in arms oh and i am using this example because the same revolution is happening now it enabling uh, we will have job losses <clears throat> so when the railways tried to introduce computerized railway ticketing counters the railway unions created a lot of trouble <clears throat> we will lose jobs we will do this we will have this you know what will we do <clears throat> you know what the real consequences in bombay like city in bombay vt uh, that's called this we call vt now it's called cst uh, there is to be just two ticket counters for reservation of long service train long long journey trains from bombay to uttar pradesh where i would go on you know chutti before computerization after computerization Every railway station has a bloody ticketing counter, so jobs actually got created. Hmm. Right. right. Plus, I am capable of you know booking my own ticket from home. Now, if I have got to this benefit of being able to book the ticket from home, will I want to give it up at any point of time? Answer is no. I won't. So once we see the benefits of this, like loss, you know, lesser use of real estate, uh, more. flexibility for people to you know work i know currently the work time work timings may get a little regiment regimented so that organizations also want to see how they build trust into employees but slowly slowly they'll loosen it out saying okay these are 10 things i wanted to do you can you do it in the night to do it the day it doesn't really bother to me you give the delivery so we will start we will start measuring the actual outcome instead of the process of the or the way of doing things so once we get the benefits are able to see all the benefits I don't think we'll ever do away with it. Who wants to unnecessarily travel in the city and waste time? Yeah. It is going to stay. Very and in the in the minds of CXOs, this is coming as an acceptance. People started accepting. Thank you, Ajay. Thank you so much. Uh, I think uh, I'll have a chat with Sintil. There's more and more conversation of yours that we would like to take to others, but. As always, it was a delight. So we have five rapid-fire questions for you, Ajay, and <laughs> and to the audience, I'm going to warn them uh, and tell they tell this out loudly. So if you really want somebody to hang around and have fun with, I think Ajay is the person. He will make you laugh to the extent you would never imagine. Amazingly fun, and I remember. First week of my joining, I get a call from. So I got introduced. So they called me and said, "Chal, uh, we're going uh, uh, out, and uh, there is there is a good bar uh, uh, nearby. Let's go." So I'm a teetotaler. I said, "I don't drink." He said, "Huh? Wrong hire." Am I going to be wrong? Yeah, but yeah, I, those initial movement, those are the ice breaking. But but I do remember that. But yeah, he's a amazingly a fun person to hang. His sense of humor. Is absolutely absolutely wow. stunning. I'm sure Tending, yeah. if you're traveling to Mumbai, yeah. otherwise I think uh, we definitely should hang around. He will make you laugh like anything. Wow. <laughs> anything. No, 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 already. So, so these these five, these five, I'm sure are going to be super interesting. Ajay, let me see this time if uh, if I'm able to take you into different direction. So, between the life in the forces and HR, 
in the next life which one would you prefer life in the forces <laughs> life <laughs> second one cooking cleaning and mopping during covid which was easier for you or difficult uh and oral delegated which was easier to delegate is what i can tell you <laughs> <coughs> so cooking was easier actually oh interesting what is your next personal goal you push yourself i know you're somebody who pushes yourself a lot in terms of self growth and all but what's what's a personal goal that you set for yourself my next personal goal is to that i am in this phase of my life in my career when i retire i want to leave a legacy some kind of legacy which sustains even after i have left the organization it's not there just because i'm there it continues because it holds value and people remember me after a few years saying you know three years back four years back this guy left but this is what he has done if i can ever do that I think I'll be. I'll feel good about it. Sure, I'm sure you've you've already done that quite instantly. The first story that I spoke about that zonal guy that we wanted to hire was exactly this legacy we created. Thank you. One book that had maximum impact on you. I read this uh, book by Mr. Ram Kumar on. Uh, I think if I have it here, let me just show it to you. leveraging human capital this is actually a practitioner's guide and now i've worked with ram for 10 years and he's been my guide the way he has very simply put it uh, it it's amazing so uh, this book has really opened my eyes towards the reality of hr and how we see and how we hear about it I'm i think sure uh, we shared a copy uh, in uh, idfc ketan i didn't you didn't get a copy of this no you didn't get a copy no usme main padhai nahi karta tha i gave it to the wrong person i know who i gave it to sabaru sabaru i will not take the lay but sabaru pretends to read a lot right skip <laughs> that <laughs> okay one thing you personally thank covid for ajay being at home for a long time i really don't thank covid for anything but uh, sitting at home it changes your um, i think it has made us rethink about ourselves what is it that i really need in life you know we would be um, uh, busy planning that ye yeah, weekend ko i have to go there i have to dine there i have to party there i have to picnic there uh, we have to go to this mall i mean we really saw that the moment covid happened everything got locked down we could identify clearly what are those basic needs which i really need to fulfill to sustain and to be able to deliver what is required to be delivered this world everything else is buddy a bunch of lies and you the stuff we are wasting time and money on This realization has been really good. Guys, thank you, uh, Ajay. Thank you to our audience. That's that's Ajay Pandey for you. 
and uh, it was amazing ajay i no. promise that we'll keep yes. on coming back to you with far more uh, nuggets yes. of uh, learning yeah sent it over to you yeah so yeah yeah thanks a lot ajay sir i mean uh, this was not just it's not just another culture club session this is more of a an extraordinary storytelling with superb facts and real life uh, events that you shared you know it's going to be like uh, you know once it's a true life anecdote right it's that's it nothing no concept can beat that right so i mean so i wanted to uh, i don't know, add, add like uh, talk about the the way i understood culture today you know maybe i'll take like a you know two, two minutes to uh, touch that so yeah first the way you started where you where you said uh, you know being natural normal is actually lesser effort right if you if you are manufacturing your own strategy it's your your it's, it's a, that, that you know from starting there when for culture you uh, you talked about the iceberg right and and the example from mahabharata as well so uh, i i do i i i read up a bit you know i read very little there so last week i was going through the concept of i mean lord krishna's reply to arjuna asking uh, how do i control my mind right so it's actually the same thing you know today i was able to after you saying i was able to relate to culture and how human mind works right so the tip of the iceberg is the conscious part yes. and below it's it's the unconscious right and the subconscious is what they call the samskara yes and the moment right the samskara is the impression attitude and all that you have in your unconscious place and that drives your action the moment it becomes an action that's your karma absolutely. right absolutely and well yeah this is this is stage 1 that's stage 3 in between these two there is raga which is your likes and yes. dvesha which is your dislikes absolutely. and krishna says that in this in this second stage you take make that decision and you tell that i will wake up at 5 am and and the beauty of it is your actions right it's a cycle your actions for you know for a month or for two months becomes your samskara yes right? absolutely so so like you said the culture for an organization is driving the actions and the moment you are controlling the actions actually you are you are you are tampering the and modifying the culture as well over time yes and yes. therefore the desired actions taken get i was like i was i was having this i was uh, for 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 one hour I was like wow this is amazing right so so thanks a lot for this micro enlightenment <laughs> do send that link i think i think it's interesting to read uh, yes 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 i'll send this it's, it's a proper video it's like a 10 minute video by uh, 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 swami sure. explaining this concept of uh, this thing and uh, it was phenomenal today that you know all the points that you brought up has added like next level value to culture club and culture monkey as well you know i i really desire to uh, have a part two of this uh, session so thanks a lot for your time as well ketan so yeah it's it's amazing that uh, yes audience thanks a lot yes thank you thank you thank you sandil thank you ketan thanks a lot you've been again very kind i hope really it uh, kind of helps it has been very learning uh, learning while i was talking i was actually synthesizing in my mind and learning myself that have i done these things right while i was explaining the project to you i was actually synthesizing in my mind that oh there are two three things i need to further do so it's an opportunity to also for me to rethink and reevaluate my way of doing things thank you so much thank, thank you thank you so much 
Yes. Have a great day. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.